Welcome to Today on Broadway for Thursday, September 10th. I am arts and culture writer Alicia Ramirez. And I'm arts and culture writer Ashley Steves. Before we dive into the news, head over to our Patreon at patreon.com slash broadwayradio or broadwayradio.com slash patreon to back us if you haven't already. All right, Ashley, I want to start with the latest in COVID-19 related news. This is probably the biggest story for today's show. Yesterday, Governor Andrew Cuomo announced that restaurants could resume indoor dining on September 30th. However, they will be limited to 25% capacity and must close at midnight. Restaurants must provide temperature checks for diners, an enhanced filtration system, and one member of each party, providing contact information for tracing purposes. So, what does this mean for Broadway? Honestly, mm-hmm. we don't know. Yeah, a very good question. Yeah, sadly, Governor Cuomo didn't provide an update on Broadway's reopening or the reopening of other high-density spaces. This just Which, gets sadder by the minute. Uh, oh, yeah. I mean, it makes sense because I feel like, first of all, I'm very, very anxious about this. And this is coming from someone who, when things were normal, I used to probably eat out at restaurants two to three times a week. Um, and am very involved in the food industry, et cetera, et cetera. I am not. <laughs> going to an indoor restaurant anytime soon. It is ludicrous to me. Uh, I, I understand there are a lot of gray areas here because it's so volatile to have a restaurant in New York and I, you start looking at Right, you know, right now people can have their restaurants open because there's outdoor dining mm-hmm. available. And yeah. when we start to get into the winter time, that is no longer going to be plausible. And while it is already volatile to have a restaurant open in New York City, it's going to be basically impossible. So I am anxious about this. I will not personally be <laughs> going to an indoor restaurant anytime soon. However, all that to say, this is probably their best, New York State's best um, opportunity to really look at other indoor options, indoor spaces, high density spaces. Uh, this is kind of, you know, it's going to be at 25% capacity, but that's still having people gathering indoors mm-hmm. and that will be the best early look because obviously we can't jump from 25% capacity in a restaurant to a full Broadway house but oh, it'll no, no. but it'll it'll be the best opportunity early on to see okay what do we need to do next and then what do we have to do after that yes exactly i totally agree with you there so in virtual performance news in the us On Wednesday, Deadline announced that a new musical inspired by A Christmas Carol will grace our screens hopefully very soon. Estelle Scrooge doesn't only have a book and direction by Tony Award winner John Caird from Les Mis and Nicholas Nickleby and music and lyrics by Tony nominee Paul Gordon, but it has a stellar cast. It really does. (laughs) Yes, I'm really obsessed with this cast. And it's a big, big cast. The musical will feature Betsy Wolf from Waitress as the title character, the niece of Ebenezer Scrooge, 
Clifton Duncan from the play That Goes Wrong. He will co-star as her childhood sweetheart, Philip Nickleby. We will also see Patrick Page, Carly Carmelo, and Danny Burstein as Ebenezer Scrooge. And rounding out this cast are Megan McGuinness, Lauren Patton, Adam Halpin, and Sarah Litzinger. The show will be weaving green screen technology and virtual sets, and this cast will film separately, live, and one at a time this week. This is, at least for me, totally brand new, and I'm really mm-hmm. interested to see how they execute this. And also, it, it gives me some hope. It's not yeah. only a huge cast, but a lot of other departments are involved So this means lots and lots of people will be employed for the duration of this project. Oh, yeah, that's (laughs) that's really nice to hear, especially I'm assuming and considering this is a Christmas show, it'll be up until around Christmas time that they will actually these people actually have some employment, which kind of right now feels like a miracle. As you said, this sounds like a really big production which mm-hmm. is uh, we've we've had productions virtual productions and stage productions or, you know outdoor productions going on but they've been really small casts so to see anything that has like even the amount of people of like a small musical feels really nice right now in this cast i've been obsessed with all day matt and i were texting about it i tweeted about it i'm just like <laughs> it feels yeah, I saw. It feels so made for me. I love all of these people so much. Uh, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, me too. And even though it's a Christmas show, they are shooting this week. So, yes. So hopefully we'll get more information in the coming days. Brilliant. Well, geez. Um, in the Christmas spirit already. (laughs) Yep. Christmas in September, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) I like it. I personally like it. Yes. So over at Goodspeed Musicals in Connecticut, a two show season will begin in June 2021. From June 11th to August 22nd, the first one will be Rodgers and Hammerstein's South Pacific, directed by Rob Ruggiero. This production will be followed by the world premiere of Matt Vinson and Matt O'Brien's new folk rock adaptation of Anne of Green Gables, directed by Jen Thompson, and it will run from September 10th to November 14th. I'm interested, Ashley, to see how these productions will play out since the theater will give patrons the option to enjoy the show virtually or in person. Oh, I like that. Yes, so do I. They have the advantage of the summer months because they lend themselves to more summer outdoor activities, but honestly, our country still has a lot to figure out in terms Uh, of (laughs) social distancing and other protection measures. But Goodspeed's executive director, Michael Gennaro, says that, and I quote, made special arrangements with the unions representing the actors, directors, and choreographers and designers to allow us to record our shows and make them available for our members, subscribers, and single-ticket buyers to watch online. Interesting. So, okay, so they're doing both the virtual or in-person. So what does the in-person look like for that? that assuming they're doing things outdoors. Uh mm-hmm. I'm also assuming capped performances. 
and mm-hmm. then they'll be available virtually for X amount of time, and they'll be open throughout the whole run. It's interesting. I hope, yeah, I hope they're open for the entire run. Otherwise, yeah. it's it's not an equal opportunity as it presents itself to be. Right, right. I mean, in I, this I, article. Yeah, and I mean, and I assume that if my guess is, you know, one ticket per one virtual performance still, but I'm not really sure about that. That could be really interesting. It's it's been really fascinating to see different theater companies adapting in different ways. I mean, everyone has to kind of adapt along the same path, but then seeing things like uh, Berkshire Theatre Group and then Goodspell, uh, Goodspeed in Connecticut and seeing how each individual production company is kind of figuring it out is, oh, yeah, definitely. is, is genuinely really encouraging to me. Yeah, it, it is. We, we still have some time to figure it out. Hopefully, oh, yeah. by that time, I'd be more willing to attend an event. Yeah, I'm in Connecticut. I'm, I'm in Connecticut or, or anywhere. Just generally. Just going to Connecticut in general. Uh yeah, I'm I don't I don't know how I feel yet about outdoor performances, but that being said, like I'm still going to the park and doing things like that, going to the beach once once every twelve months as I do. <laughs> anyway. Um uh, so I don't know. I don't know. There's still something in the back of my brain that's like this isn't this isn't quite there yet. So I'm not a hundred percent sure what that is. Wow. But I feel like we're at least I'd gonna like be, more information. Yeah, I would like more information. I would like to feel like I'm at that point very, very soon because I do miss theater other than just yeah. virtual productions. Oh yeah, I I do too. So in other news, Ashley, I must say congratulations to playwright Lloyd Suh for winning this year's Horton Foot Prize for the Chinese Lady. A drama mm. that explores racism and the immigrant experience. And the prize includes $50,000, which in any occasion is not bad at all. But yeah. in the middle Excellent. of a pandemic, it could mean the difference mm. between not having the means to, to support yourself. Oh, and, yeah. And, Goodness. and take care of family members and whatnot, if that's your case. And also, Suh told Variety that he had worked mostly with small, mid-sized theaters and worries about their future post-pandemic, and I'm so happy he used his platform to advocate for these theaters that, as we spoke last week, are on the verge of closing with Mm. no government assistance, and it's just absolutely heartbreaking. So hopefully something will happen as a result of of these comments. And finally, on September 20th, the one-night-only concert, Broadway Treats, a canine and kitty rescue production Mm. will benefit the Animal Lighthouse Rescue, an organization that rescues cats and satos, as it says here on the article. Satos is a colloquial term for stray dogs Mm. in Puerto Rico, with their sister shelter on the island called El Faro de los Animales. It has a dedicated team of volunteers in New York City also helping with this event, and the organization has announced a diverse lineup. Ashley, take a look at mm. this. Eva Novelsada, 
James Monroe Eigelhart, Mayor Winningham, Ashley Park, Zolia Pfeiffer, Ryan Vasquez, Colton Ryan, and many others. That is a real good lineup. Uh, yes. Yeah, it's really uh, hard to not look forward to something benefiting <laughs> dogs and cats, uh, assuming we're also going to be in, in seeing that virtual concert. Uh, we will also be seeing a lot of dogs and cats, so I'm already very excited yes. about that. I actually... So am uh, I. Yeah, I actually very much follow Animal Lighthouse. They're on my short list for future dog adoption. So. Oh my- so love to see this as well. Yeah, me too. And also, just as a little tidbit, the island is just densely populated with stray animals. Yeah, that's that's and what I've learned in following them for the you know x amount of months that I have. It's just so many, so many, and I follow tons of organizations too, including Animal Lighthouse, awesome. and they just bring animals. Constantly. In fact, I must say, these weren't adopted from Animal Lighthouse Rescue, but right now I have two, two satas. Oh. With me. Yay. They're just, yeah, they're overseeing production on my end. <laughs> You're very able supervisors. Yes, and this. Based on the wagging tails, we're doing a good job. Awesome. Yay. <laughs> Love that. Love that. Yeah, great organization, great concert, great dogs and cats. Very excited for it. Yes, for sure. And for some feel-good recommendations, Ashley, <laughs> besides, I have Besides the dogs. <laughs> two. Yes, besides the dogs. That, that could qualify as one. Yeah. So the other two, um, it's... In Styles October 2020 cover story featuring Cynthia Erivo. It's one of those pieces oh, that you read. I was like, huh, I, I learned something new today. Oh, nice. And one of the things that really caught my eye about this is that she is currently co-leading a GoFundMe hmm. for DRK Beauty, a digital community um, that, according to her profile, it says, supports free therapy for women of color. Oh, wow. So, um, from what I see on her social media, she's really, um, involved with different causes, but a cause like this one, it's definitely worth yeah, taking a look. Great cause. And, and supporting, especially if they have a, a GoFundMe mm-hmm. and she can amplify. And also, we can amplify oh, yeah, definitely. their platform as well. Yeah, we talked about her recently and the fact that she, it, when talking about the Color Purple movie uh, and her maybe being in it, just like how big her star has gotten. So always great to see any kind of uh, organizations like this being amplified, and especially from someone like Cynthia Riva, who's just doing amazing, amazing work. Can't wait to read that. I didn't even see that yet. Yeah, it it came out today, and also, it's really interesting to take a look at the pictures because these profiles have been conducted via Zoom or Skype. It's really nice. It's really nice. Really beautiful outdoor pictures, of course, taken at a safe distance with all the necessary measures to keep everybody safe. And lastly, my feel-good recommendation for the week is Lauren Pattinson's 
concert at Rockwood Music Hall. Fun fact: I had tickets to see Lauren <laughs> oh, in March. That's right. I knew because as we were talking about before the show, I was like, I know this existed. I had to have gotten rescheduled, and now I remember where I heard it from. It was from you on social media. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it no. was one of those things that. Should I go? Should I not yeah. go? Is it is it gonna get canceled? Well, well, and set? Welp. Yep, it sure did. But the concert is gonna be digital, and there are no age restrictions like they otherwise would have mm. been at the Rockwood Music Hall. So I'm happy that fans um, have access to this concert and. She's gonna finally have her chance to That's really sing it at the Rockwood. That's Although it it's not the same singing for for a crowd cheering you on, but sure. I think very very more unplugged. and more people are gonna tune in. Yeah. So they're recording them live from the stage, right? That's they're doing yep. it like that's awesome at least. Yeah. Uh, I love, 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 love Lauren Patton, so I will certainly be watching. I'm I'm more thrilled for you that you get to see <laughs> the show that you didn't get to see. Yeah, it's it's one of the things I'm getting back. Yeah. <laughs> Slowly but surely all of our events will flee back to us, starting with Lauren Patton, live from Rockwood. Yep, for sure. So, thanks for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Broadway Radio. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at AramiraScar31. Ashley, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at NoThisIsAshley. Don't forget to back us on Patreon at patreon.com slash Radio and follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Radio. Have a great Thursday, and we will see you tomorrow. Tomorrow.